As this series of narrating the accounts or various aspects of the lives of the companions of the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, who participated in the Battle of Badr continues. Today I will speak about a few more companions in regards to this. The first is Hazrat Kholi bin Abi Kholi. Hazrat Kholi participated in all of the battles alongside the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, including the battles of Badr and Uhud. Abu Mahshar and Muhammad bin Umar, who are historians, state that Hazrat Kholi participated in the battle of Badr along with his son. However, they have not given the name of his son. Another historian, Muhammad bin Ishaq, states, that Hazrat Kholi participated in the Battle of Badr along with his brother Malik bin Abi Kholi. And according to another narration, Hazrat Kholi's two brothers, Hazrat Hilal bin Abi Khawali and Hazrat Abdullah bin Abi Khawali, also participated in the Battle of Badr. Hazrat Kholi passed away during the era of Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu's khilafat. The second companion is Hazrat Rafi bin al-Muwalla. Hazrat Rafi bin Muwalla belonged to the Banu Habib branch of the Khazraj tribe. His mother's name was Idam bin Te'of and the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, established a bond of brotherhood between Hazrat Rafi 
and Hazrat Safwan bin Beda. Both of these companions participated in the Battle of Badr and according to some narrations, both of them were martyred during the Battle of Badr. However, according to one narration, Hazrat Safwan bin Beda was not martyred during the Battle of Badr. And Musa bin Uqba narrates that both Hazrat Rafi as well as his brother Hazrat Hilal bin Muwalla participated in the Battle of Badr. Hazrat Rafi was martyred by Ikrma bin Abu Jahl during the Battle of Badr. The next companion is Hazrat Zushimalain Humair bin Abd Amr. His real name was Umair and his title was Abu Muhammad. And Ibn Hisham states that he was referred to as Zushimalain, but that was not his name. Rather, this was a title given to him because he used to utilize his left hand more. However, according to another narration, he was able to utilize both of his hands equally. Hence, he was also referred to as Zul Yadain. Hazrat Umair belonged to the tribe of Banu Quzah and he was a confederate of Banu Zuhra. When Hazrat Umair migrated to Medina from Mecca, he stayed at Hazrat Saad bin Khasma's house. And the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, established a bond of brotherhood between him and Yazid bin Haris. And both of these companions were martyred during the Battle of Badr. And as just mentioned, he was martyred during the Battle of Badr and he was martyred by Usama Joshmi. And at the time of his martyrdom, he was 30 years of age. However, the name of Abu Usama Joshmi instead of Usama Joshmi is recorded in Tabqatul Kubra as the person who killed him. The next companion to be mentioned is Hazrat Rafi bin Yazid and according to one narration his name has been recorded as Rafi bin Zaid as well. Hazrat Rafi bin Yazid belonged to the Banu Zahur bin Abdul Ashhal branch of the Aus tribe of the Ansar. Hazrat Rafi's mother Akrab bin Muaz was the sister of the famous companion Hazrat Saad bin Muaz. And two of the sons of Hazrat Rafi were Usaid and Abdul Rahman, and their mother's name was Akrab bin Salama. Hazrat Rafi participated in the battles of Badr and Uhud, and according to one narration, he was travelling on the camel of Sayyid bin Zaid on the day of the Battle of Badr, and he was martyred during the Battle of Uhud. The next companion to be mentioned is Hazrat Zakwan bin Abdi Qais and his title was Abu Sabu. Hazrat Zakwan belonged to the branch 
of Banu Zuraik of the Khazraj tribe from among the Ansar. His title was Abu Sabu and he participated in the first as well as the second bayt i.e. pledge of initiation at Aqba. One of the aspects that stands out in relation to him and is worth mentioning is that he migrated from Medina and went to the Holy Prophet peace be upon him in Mecca. The Holy Prophet peace be upon him was still in Mecca at the time and therefore he is known as an Ansari Muhajir i.e. one who migrated from among the Ansar. He migrated to Mecca to be with the Holy Prophet peace be upon him and stayed in Mecca for some time. He participated in the battles of Badr and Uhud and attained the status of martyrdom during the battle of Uhud and he was martyred by Abu Hakam bin Akhnas. Hazrat Zakwan bin Abdekas is known as the Ansari Muhajir and Alama ibn Saad writes in Tabqatul Kubra that when the Muslims migrated towards Medina at the time of migration, the Quraysh became extremely upset and they were extremely angry at the young men who had already migrated and left. A group of Ansar had pledged initiation to the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, during the second pledge at Aqba, and following this they returned to Medina. Later, when the first migrants from Mecca reached Quba, these Ansar went to the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, in Mecca, and migrated to Medina alongside his companions. Therefore, they were known as the Ansari Muhajirin. Hazrat Zakwan bin Abdiqas, Hazrat Uqba bin Wahab, Hazrat Abbas bin Ubada, and Hazrat Ziyad bin Labid were amongst those companions known as the Ansari Muhajirin. Following this, all of the Muslims migrated to Medina, apart from the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, Hazrat Abu Bakr and Hazrat Ali radiallahu anhuma, as well as those who were caught up in the unrest, and those who were kept in captivity, and those who were ill or weak also remain behind in Mecca. Suhail bin Abi Salih narrates that when the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, set forth towards Uhud, he pointed into a direction and addressed his companion saying, that who will go to that particular location? A companion from Bani Zuraik, Hazrat Zakwan bin Abdiqas Abu Sabo stood up and said, O Prophet of Allah, I will go there. The Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, inquired as to who this was. And Hazrat Zakwan replied that I am Zakwan bin Abdiqas. Following this, the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, told him to take a seat. And the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, repeated this three times. After this, the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, said, You should go to such and such place. Upon this, Hazrat Zakwan bin Abdiqas said, O Prophet of Allah, I will most certainly go there. Thereafter, the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, said that whoever wishes to see an individual who will be walking in the verdant gardens of heaven tomorrow should look towards this person. After this, Hazrat Zakwans went to say farewell to his family. And his wife and daughter said to him, that are you leaving us? He took his garment out of their hands and walked a little way from them. And then turning towards them, he said that we will now meet on the day of judgment. Following this, he attained the status of martyrdom during the Battle of Uhud. On the day of the Battle of Uhud, the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, inquired of his companions if anyone had any knowledge regarding Zakwan bin Abdiqas. Hazrat Ali radiallahu ta'ala anhu replied that, O Prophet of Allah, 
I saw a horseman chasing Zakwan until he reached Nahim and was saying that if he, i.e. Hazrat Zakwan, survive today, then he will not be able to survive. And so he attacked Hazrat Zakwan, who was on foot, and martyred him. Hazrat Ali radiallahu ta'ala anhu further states that he attacked him while saying that look, I am Ibn Ilaj. Hazrat Ali radiallahu ta'ala anhu then says that he then attacked him and struck his sword on his leg, cutting it off from the middle of his thigh. Following this, he pulled him off the horse and killed him. And Hazrat Ali radiallahu ta'ala anhu says that he saw that the attacker was Abu al-Hakam bin Akhnas. The next companion to be mentioned is Hazrat Khawad bin Jubair Ansari. His title was Abdullah as well as Abu Saleh. And Hazrat Khawad belonged to the tribe of Banu Salba. Hazrat Khawad bin Jubair was the brother of Hazrat Abdullah bin Jubair. And Hazrat Abdullah bin Jubair was the one who was appointed by the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, during the Battle of Uhud to protect the valley along with 50 archers. Hazrat Khawad was of moderate height and he passed away in Medina in 40 Hijri at the age of 74. According to another narration, his age was 94 at the time of his demise. He used to dye his hair with henna and indigo leaves and Hazrat Khawad also departed along with the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, for the Battle of Badr. However, on the way he sustained an injury from a sharp corner of a stone and so the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, sent him back to Medina. Nevertheless, the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, included him in the spoils of the Battle of Badr, and thus it was as if he too was counted among those individuals who participated in the Battle of Badr. Hazrat Khawad participated alongside the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, in all battles, including the battles of Ahud and Khandak, i.e. the Battle of the Ditch. Hazrat Khawad relates that we once stopped at a place called Marre Zahran along with the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him. He says that I came out of my tent and saw some women talking. Seeing this, I became interested and hence I went back, put on a cloak and sat beside them. He disguised himself and sat down there in order to hear what the women were saying. In that instance, the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, also came out of his tent when I saw the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, I became scared and I said to the Holy Prophet that my camel had run away and that I was looking for it. He immediately stood up and said this, The Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, carried on walking and I followed him. The Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, gave me the cloak he was wearing and went into an area of bushes to answer the call of nature. Thereafter he performed the ablution and returned and drops of water were falling from his bed onto his chest. Following this, the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, in a light-hearted manner asked me, that, O oh Abdullah, what did the camel do? Now since the camel was not lost, and the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, realized that he was merely sitting there in order to listen to the discussion which was not appropriate, he says that nevertheless we set off again. Following this, whenever the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, met me, he would say salam, I offered the greeting of peace, and would ask me, 
said, O oh, Abdullah, what had happened to the camel? When this began to happen and the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, would continuously say this to me in a light-hearted manner, I started to hide myself in Medina and would no longer go to the mosque and the gatherings of the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him. After quite some time, I went to the mosque and stood up for prayer. The Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, also came out of his residence and offered two rakats of prayer. However, I kept prolonging my prayer with the intention that the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, would return and not say anything. The Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, however, said, that Abu Abdullah, you may prolong the prayer as much as you like, but I will remain here. Upon this, in my heart I said that by Allah, I will apologize to the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, and clear his heart in relation to me. When I completed the prayer, the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, said, that Abu Abdullah, may peace be upon you, what were the circumstances with the camel that ran away? I replied, By him who has sent you with the truth, since I have accepted Islam, that camel has not run away. The Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, repeated three times that may Allah have mercy on you. Following this, the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, never said anything to me in relation to this. In other words, the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, made him realize that firstly, he should not hide it from the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, for he knew what really had happened, and secondly, that it was incorrect to sit in the gathering of other people in this manner in order to listen to their discussion. Hazrat Khawad narrates that the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, visited me once when I was sick. And after I had fully recovered, the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, said, O Khawad, your body has restored to complete health, hence fulfill your covenant with Allah. I replied, I have not promised Allah anything. But the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, said, that there is not a sick person who does not take an oath when tends to do something during their time of sickness. Such a person surely says to God Almighty that he will do such and such if he would grant him good health. Thus the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, said that fulfill your promise with Allah faithfully by acting on your words. Hence, this is something that we should all ponder over and greatly pay attention towards it. On the occasion of the Battle of Khandak, the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, sent a delegation towards Banu Quraiza when he found out about their rebellion and how they had breached the agreement during the battle. And Hazrat Mirza Bashir Ahmad Sahib has written about this incident in his book, Sirat Khatam al-Nabiyin, i.e. the life and character of the seal of the Prophets. He writes, When the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, received news of this dangerous treachery of the Banu Quraiza, Initially, the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, dispatched Zubair bin Alawam to obtain intelligence in secret two or three times. Then, after this, the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, formally sent Saad bin Muaz and Saad bin Ubadah, who were chieftains of the Urs and Khazraj tribes, along with a few other influential companions in the form of a delegation towards the Banu Quraiza, and strictly instructed that if there was troubling news, it should not be publicly disclosed when they returned. Rather, secrecy should be maintained so that people were not made apprehensive. When these people reached the dwellings of Banu Quraiza and approached Qab bin Asad, this evil man confronted them in a very arrogant manner. And when the two Saads spoke of the treaty, Qab and the people of his tribe turned wicked and said, Be gone, there is no treaty between Muhammad and us. 
And so upon hearing these words, this delegation of companions set off. Sa'ad bin Mu'adh and Sa'ad bin Ubadah then presented themselves before the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, and informed the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, of the state of affairs in an appropriate manner. And Hazrat Khawad bin Jubair's name is also mentioned amongst the companions who were part of this delegation. And according to another narration, the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, sent Hazrat Khawad towards Banu Qurayza on his horse. And the name of this horse was Jannah. Hazrat Khawad once stated that we once set out for pilgrimage, i.e. Hajj, with Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu. And Hazrat Abu Ubaidah bin Jarrah and Hazrat Abdul Rahman bin Auf were part of this delegation. People requested that someone should present the poetry of Zarar bin Khitab, a poet from Mecca who had accepted Islam during the victory of Mecca. However, Hazrat Umar radiallahu ta'ala anhu instructed that let Abu Abdullah, i.e. Khawad, present his poetry. When I heard this, I presented my poetry until dawn. And it was only then that Hazrat Umar ta'ala anhu asked me to stop, as it was the time of dawn. Another companion who will be mentioned today is Hazrat Rabia bin Aqsam. His title was Abu Zaid, and Hazrat Rabia was short and of stocky build who belonged to the Asad bin Khuzama tribe and is counted among the Muhajireen companions, i.e. those companions who migrated from Mecca to Medina. After migration to Medina, he stayed at the residence of Hazrat Mubashir bin Abdul Munzir along with a few other companions. He was 30 years old when he participated in the Battle of Badr and apart from the Battle of Badr, he also participated in the Battles of Uhud and Khandar and he also took part in the Treaty of Hudaybiyah and participated in the Battle of Khabar as well where he was martyred. A Jew named Haris martyred him at a place called Nita which is a fort in Khabar and he was 37 years old at the time of his martyrdom. The next companion to be mentioned is Hazrat Rifa bin Amr al-Jahan. He is also known as Vadiya bin Amr and he participated in the battles of Badr and Uhud. He was an ally of Banu Najjar, a tribe of the Ansar. The next companion to be mentioned is Hazrat Zaid bin Vadiya. Hazrat Zaid was from the Ansar tribe of Khazraj and he took part in Bayt-e Aqba, the Battle of Badr and the Battle of Uhud and it was during the Battle of Uhud that he attained martyrdom. Hazazaz's mother's name was Umme Zaid bint Haris and his wife's name was Zainab bint Sahal who gave birth to his three children Saad bin Zaid, Umama and Umme Kulsum. His son Saad moved to Iraq during the Khilafat of Hazrat Umar ta'ala anhu and settled in a town called Akarkuf. And Akarkuf is located near Baghdad, a city of Iraq. The next companion to be mentioned is Hazrat Rabi bin Rafi Ansari. 
There are varying opinions regarding his grandfather's name. According to one narration, his name was Haris, whereas according to another source, his name was Zaid. Hazrat Rabi bin Rafi was from the Banu Ajlan tribe and he took part in the Battle of Badr and the Battle of Uhud. The next companion who will be mentioned is Hazrat Zaid bin Muzan. His father's name was Muzan bin Qais. And Hazrat Zaid has also been mentioned as Yazid bin al-Muzan. He belonged to the Khazraj tribe and Hazrat Zaid participated in the Battle of Badr and also the Battle of Uhud. During the time of migration to Medina, the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, established a bond of brotherhood, a muakhat, between Hazrat Zaid and Hazrat Mista bin Usasa. He had a son named Umar and a daughter named Ramla. Another companion that will be mentioned today is Hazrat Ayaz bin Zuhair. His title was Abu Saad and his mother's name was Salma bint Amir. He belonged to the Fahir tribe and he took part in the second migration towards Abyssinia, i.e. Ethiopia and upon his return he migrated to Medina and resided in the home of Hazrat Kulsum bin Al-Hadam. He participated in all the battles including the Battle of Badr, Uhud and Khandak. He passed away in Medina in 30 Hijri during the Khilafat of Hazrat Usman radiallahu ta'ala anhu. And according to one source, he passed away in Syria. The next companion to be mentioned is Hazrat Rifa bin Amr Ansari. His title was Abu Walid and he belonged to the tribe of Banu Uth bin Khazraj. His mother's name was Umm Rifa'a. He took part in the second bat at Aqaba along with 70 companions and he participated in the battle of Badr and Uhud and he was martyred during the battle of Uhud. The next companion to be mentioned is Hazrat Ziyad bin Amr, who was also known as Ibn Bishr and was a confederate of the Ansar. Hazrat Ziyad participated in the Battle of Badr along with his brother Hazrat Zamra and he belonged to the Banu Saida bin Qab tribe. However, according to another narration, he was the freed slave of Banu Saida bin Qab bin al-Khazraj. The next companion is Hazrat Salim bin Umair bin Sabit. He was a member of an Ansari tribe called Banu Amr bin Of. He took part in the first bath at Aqaba and Hazrat Salim also participated in all the battles alongside the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, including the Battle of Badr, Uhud and the Battle of the Ditch, i.e. Khandak. And on the occasion of the Battle of Tabuk, when a group of poor companions who desired to partake in the Battle of Tabuk appeared before the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, weeping because they had no means of conveyance, Hazrat Salim was also one of them. These seven companions came to the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, just as the Holy Prophet was about to depart for Tabuk, and requested that they be given some means of transport, so that they could participate. 
The Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, replied, that at this time I have nothing with which I can provide for you to mount on. These companions returned with tears in their eyes due to the sheer sorrow of not being able to spend anything in God's way. Ibn Abbas relates that the verse of the Holy Qur'an وَلَا عَلَى الَّذِينَ إِذَا مَا أَتَوْكَ لِتَحْمِلَهُمْ قُلْتَ لَا أَجِدُ مَا أَحْمِلُكُمْ عَلَيْهِ تَوَلَّوْ وَعَيُّنُهُمْ تَفِيذُ مِنْ دَمْئِهِ حَزَنًا أَلَّا يَجِدُ مَا يُنْفِقُونَ That is, and nor is there any blame upon those who came to you when the announcement of war was made so that you might provide them a mount. So you answered them, I cannot find whereon I can mount you. They turned back, their eyes overflowing with tears, out of grief that they could not find what they might spend. In relation to this verse, Ibn Abbas relates, that among the people mentioned in this verse is Salim bin Umar and Salba bin Zaid. In relation to this verse of Surah Tawbah, which states that وَلَا عَلَى الَّذِينَ إِذَا مَا أَتَوْكَ لِتَحْمِلَهُمْ قُلْتَ لَا أَجِدُ مَا أَحْمِلُكُمْ عَلَيْهِ تَبَلَّوْ وَعَيُّنُهُمْ تَفِيزُ مِنْ دَمِ حَزَنًا أَلَّا يَجِدُ مَا يُنْفِقُونَ Commenting on this verse, Hazrat Khalifatul Masih II radiyallahu ta'ala anhu states that in terms of its application, this verse is general, but the particular individuals to which it alludes to were seven poor Muslims who came to the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, and requested that some means of conveyance be arranged for them. The Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, informed them that unfortunately I do not have the means to arrange any ride for you. Upon this the companions were greatly pained and turned back with tears in their eyes. And in further narrations it is mentioned that after this event, Hazrat Usman anhu donated three camels and four other camels were donated by other Muslims. The Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, then distributed one camel to each of the seven companions. Hazrat Muslim Aud states that the Holy Quran has mentioned this event to contrast the case of those companions who were both wealthy and had means of transport but looked for excuses to not participate. There were some who sought excuses and did not join. However, on the other hand, the passion and zeal of the poor companions was at a totally different level. Thus this event illustrated the difference between the two. Hazrat Muslim Aud further explains that this verse also reveals that not all those who remained behind in Medina during expeditions were hypocrites, but they were also sincere and faithful believers who couldn't participate because of a lack of means. Hazrat Muslim Aud goes on to explain in the verse's commentary that Abu Musa was the chief of this group of Muslims and when he was asked later about what he requested of the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, he explained that by God we did not ask the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, for camels or even horses. We only asked him that we do not have any shoes to cover our feet. We cannot possibly cover this journey barefoot. We will become badly injured 
even before the battle, and we will not be able to fight. If we are only given a pair of shoes, we can keep up with our riding brothers while running, and participate in the battle on foot. Thus, this was the state of their passion and the state of their poverty. Hazrat Salim bin Umar lived until the time of Hazrat Muawiyah. The next companion is Hazrat Saraka bin Kab. He belonged to the Banu Najjar tribe. His mother's name was Umaira bint Numan. Hazrat Suraka took part in all of the battles alongside the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, including the Battle of Badr, Uhud, and the Battle of the Ditch. He passed away in the time of Hazrat Muawiyah, and according to a narration by Kalbi, he was martyred at the Battle of Yamama. The next companion to be mentioned is Hazrat Saib bin Mazun. He was the biological brother of Hazrat Usman bin Mazun. He was amongst the very first companions who migrated to Abyssinia. And Hazrat Saib bin Mazun also had the privilege of partaking in the Battle of Badr. When the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, left for expedition to Bawad, according to some narrations, he appointed Hazrat Saad bin Muaz and according to other narrations, Hazrat Saib bin Usman as the Amir to look after the affairs in his absence. Hazrat Saib bin Mazun's name is also found in one narration as the person who was appointed as the Amir. Hazrat Saib also had the honor of doing trade with the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him. Hence, a narration in Sunan Abi Dawud states that Hazrat Saib relates that on one occasion I appeared before the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him and the companions started offering compliments about me to the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him. The Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, replied that I know him better than you do. To this I said, May my parents be sacrificed for your sake, O Prophet. You have indeed said the truth. You were my partner in business, and what an excellent business partner you were. For you never used to oppose nor cause any dispute. In the book Sirat Khatamun Nabiyin, i.e. the life and character of the seal of the prophets, this incident has been described in the following manner. It states, numerous trade caravans would leave Mecca for diverse regions. Towards the south in Yemen and to the north in Syria, formal trade had been established. In addition to this, trade also took place with Bahrain. And the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, travelled to all of these places for the purpose of trade. And every time the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, would fulfill his obligations with remarkable honesty, trust, elegance and skill. In Mecca also, everyone who dealt with the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, would frequently praise him. Accordingly, Saib was a companion of the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, whose account is being mentioned. And when he accepted Islam, people praised him before the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him. And the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, said, I am more acquainted with him than you. At which Saib responded, Indeed, O Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, may my father and mother be an offering. You are once my partner in business, and you are moral and pure in all your dealings. The next companion is Hazrat Asim bin Qais. Hazrat Asim bin Qais belonged to the Ansari tribe of Salba bin Amr, and he took part in both the Battle of Badr and Ahad. The next companion is Hazrat Tufail bin Malik bin Khansa. Hazrat Tufail belonged to the Banu Ubaid bin Adi branch of the Khazraj tribe. 
Hazrat Tufail's mother's name was Asma bin Talqan. Hazrat Tufail took part in the bath at Aqba, the Battle of Badr and the Battle of Ahad. His marriage took place with Idam bint Kurd, from whom he had two sons named Abdullah and Rabi. The next companion is Hazrat Tufail bin Numan. Hazrat Numan belonged to the Ansar tribe of Khazraj. His mother was Khansar bin Tirriya, who was also the paternal aunt of Hazrat Jabir bin Abdullah. Hazrat Tufail also had a daughter named Rubaiya. He was present at the bath at Aqba as well as the Battle of Badr. Hazrat Tufail also took part in the Battle of Ohad, and on that day he received a total of 13 wounds. He was also present in the Battle of the Ditch, i.e. the Battle of Khandak, and it was during this battle that he was martyred. He was martyred by Washi bin Harb. However, later Washi also accepted the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him. Washi would say that God has honoured Hazrat Hamza and Hazrat Tufail bin Numan with his hands, but did not humiliate him by their hands, meaning he was not killed by them in a state of disbelief. The next companion is Hazrat Zahaq bin Abd Amr. He belonged to the tribe of Banu Dinar bin Najar. His father's name was Abd Amr and his mother's name was Sumaira bin Tiqais. Hazrat Zahaq and his brother Numan bin Umar both took part in the Battle of Badr and the Battle of Uhud. Hazrat Numan passed away in the Battle of Uhud and his third brother Utba bin Abd Amr was martyred in the incident of Bere Mauna. The next companion is Hazrat Zahaq bin Harissa. Hazrat Zahaq belonged to the Ansar tribe of Khazraj. His father's name was Harissa and mother's name was Hind bint Malik. Hazrat Zahaq anhu took part in the bath at Aqba along with 70 other companions. He also took part in the Battle of Badr and his son's name was Yazid who was born from his wife Umamma bint Muharris. The next companion is Hazrat Khalad bin Suwaid Ansari. Hazrat Khalad belonged to the Banu Haris branch of the Khazraj tribe. His mother's name was Amra bin Tesad. One of his sons, Hazrat Saib, was blessed with the companionship of the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, and Hazrat Umar anhu later even appointed him as the governor in the province of Yemen. His second son's name was Hakam bin Khalid, and Layla bin Ubada was the mother of both sons. Hazrat Khalad took part in the Bayti Akbar. He also took part in the Battle of Badr, Uhud, and the Battle of the Ditch. During the Battle of Banu Quraiza, a Jewish lady named Bunana dropped a heavy rock on him, inflicting a fatal injury on his head, which resulted in his martyrdom. Upon this, the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, stated, For Khalad is a reward equal to two martyrs. Later, as per the law of equal retribution, the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, had the woman responsible for the murder executed. And in Sirat Khatam al-Nabiyyin, i.e. the life and character of the seal of prophets, this incident has been mentioned in the following manner, that a few Muslims took a seat up against a wall of the fortress, when a Jewish lady by the name of Bunana threw a stone from above, and a man named Khalad was martyred, but the others escaped.
It is mentioned in the narrations that when the mother of Hazrat Khalad was informed of his martyrdom, she came wearing her head covering, i.e. she was wearing her niqab. Upon this, it was said that Khalad has been martyred, and you have come wearing the niqab. Thereupon she said, that Khalad has been taken from me, but I shall never give up my modesty. In other words, see she said, she shall not lament or wail as is custom, and that the head covering is modesty, so that shall remain. Further details of the martyrdom of Hazrat Khalad have been recorded, that upon the martyrdom of Hazrat Khalad, the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, stated, that he shall have the reward of two martyrs, as has been mentioned before. However, further detail mentioned here is that when it was inquired of the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, as to why he shall have the reward of two martyrs, the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, replied that he was killed by Ahl Kitab, i.e. the people of the book. The next companion is Hazrat Os bin Khuli Ansari. His title was Abu Layla and he belonged to the Banu Salim bin Ghanam bin Of branch of the Khazraj tribe of the Ansar. His mother's name was Jamila bin Ubay, who was the sister of Abdullah bin Ubay bin Surul. He had one daughter named Khusum and he participated in all the battles alongside the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, including the battles of Badr, Uhud and Khandak. The Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, established a bond of brotherhood between him and Hazrat Shuja bin Wahab al-Asadi. Hazrat Os bin Khuli was counted amongst the Kamilin. In the days of ignorance, i.e. prior to Islam and in the early days of Islam, one who knew how to write Arabic, was an expert in archery and was a good swimmer would be called a Kamil. One who possessed all three qualities was considered a Kamil and all three of these qualities were found in Hazrat Os bin Khuli. Hazrat Najiyah bin Ajam narrates that at the time of the Treaty of Hudaybiyah, when the complaint was made to the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, of a lack of water, he called me, took out an arrow from his quiver and handed it over to me. The Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, then requested a bucket of water be brought to him from the well, so I brought it to him. He performed the ablution and after rinsing his mouth, he poured the water back into the bucket. At the time, the people were suffering from severe heat and there was only one well from the Muslims as the idolaters had quickly reached Balda and taken control of its water storages. The Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, then addressed me saying that pour the water of this bucket in the well which has dried up and embed the arrow in its water. Hence I proceeded to do so and I swear by the one who sent him with the truth that I only managed to climb out of that well with great difficulty. In other words, the water began to rise and flow over immediately until it surrounded me on all sides. It was rising just as water boils in a cooking pot to the point where it reached the top and was level to the brim. The people were collecting the water from the top until even the last man was able to quench his thirst. A group of hypocrites were also present at the well that day, among whom was Abdullah bin Ubay, who was the maternal uncle of Hazrat Os bin Khuli. Hazrat Os bin Khuli said to him, O Abu al-Khubab, woe unto you, now accept this miracle which you have witnessed for yourself. In other words, accept the truthfulness of the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him. And what more do you need? He replied, I have witnessed many things like this before. Thereupon Hazrat Os bin Khuli answered, And may Allah cause you to ruin and prove your opinion wrong. Abdullah bin Ubay then went to the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, 
And the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, said to him, O Abul Khubab, when have you ever seen something previously as you witnessed today? The Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, had heard of this, i.e. Abdullah bin Ubay's response, and therefore inquired this from him. However, he replied, that I have never witnessed something like this before. He then asked, why did you then say this? In other words, what he replied to his nephew. But Abdullah bin Ubay answered, Astaghfirullah, I seek forgiveness from Allah. Abdullah bin Ubay's son, Abdullah bin Abdullah then said, O Messenger of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, pray for his forgiveness. Upon which the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, prayed for his forgiveness. Hazrat Ali bin Abdullah bin Abbas narrates that when the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, decided that he would go to Mecca to perform Umrah, he sent Hazrat Os bin Khali and Abu Rafi to Hazrat Abbas with a marriage proposal for Hazrat Mimuna. On the course of the journey, they lost their camels and they remained in the valley of Rabiq, which was situated 10 miles from Jaffa, until the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, arrived, at which point they both found their camels again. They then travelled with the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, to Mecca, and upon arrival they took the message to Hazrat Abbas. Hazrat Maimuna had entrusted her matter to Hazrat Abbas. The Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, went to visit Hazrat Abbas, who then gave Hazrat Maimuna in marriage to the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him. When the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, passed away, Hazrat Os bin Khali said to Hazrat Ali bin Abi Talib, that by God, allow me to assist in the burial arrangements of the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him. Upon this, Hazrat Ali radiallahu ta'ala anhu gave him permission. In another narration it states, that when the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, passed away, and they were about to perform the ghusl, I washed the body, the Ansar came and said, that by God, we are related to the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, from his maternal side. Therefore, one of us should also be present. In other words, the Ansar were related to the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, from his maternal side. Subsequently, the Ansar were then asked to appoint someone, and they chose Hazrat Os bin Khali. He entered the room and was part of the ghusl and the burial arrangements. And Hazrat Os was a very strong man, and he would carry the water can himself, and thus provide the water. Hazrat Ibn Abbas relates that Hazrat Ali radiallahu ta'ala anhu, Hazrat Fazl bin Abbas, his brother Qusam, and Shukran, who was the freed slave of the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, and Hazrat Os bin Khwali stood below in the grave of the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, in order to place his blessed body into the grave. Hazrat Os bin Khwali relates that he once presented himself before the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, and the Holy Prophet, peace be upon him, said to him, that O Os, one who adopts humility and meekness for the sake of God Almighty, God Almighty in turn elevates his status, and one who is arrogant, God Almighty humiliates him. This indeed is a very important lesson for us all, which we should always be mindful of. Hazrat Os bin Khali passed away in Medina during the Khilafat of Hazrat Usman radiallahu ta'ala anhu. May God Almighty continue to elevate the station of these noble companions. Alhamdulillah Alhamdulillah Nahmaduhu wa nastainuhu wa nastaghfiruhu 